0: Happy Tuesday. Welcome to the Teal Expert podcast, where we spend 10 minutes each Tuesday talking about navigating the food allergy world. I'm Dr. Kelly Evans-Wilson, your podcast host and food allergy coach. As a food allergy coach, my goal is to provide authentic expertise and guidance in navigating a world with food allergies. As the mom of a daughter with life-threatening food allergies, I've been navigating this world for over 18 years. I'm a scholar and an educator. So as we start this week's episode of the Teal Expert podcast, we're going to continue our theme of eight. If you think about our previous podcasts, um, we've been kind of... We continue this theme of eight, eight strategies that colleges are using to address food allergies, eight relationships that you need to navigate high school. And then last week we talked about eight similarities in navigating this COVID world and navigating the food allergy world. And a reminder, why are we focused on eight? Um, Because eight foods cause 90% of food allergy reactions. So those top eight, as they're referred to are milk, eggs, soy, wheat, fish, shellfish, peanuts, and tree nuts. So as it is Thanksgiving week, um, and while I certainly am thankful for so much um, in my life, this week is often when we kind of do some reflection about what we have to be thankful for. Um, And so in thinking about our thankfulness, Um, I wanted to to talk about eight ways that we are thankful as a food allergy family, Um, and I know sometimes, especially when you get a diagnosis of food allergies or just in the times that we are living in, during this pandemic, um, sometimes it's difficult to be thankful, but we have to kind of train ourselves, train us, train ourselves to have a mindset of thankfulness. Um, And that's really what um, my hope is today, is to really think about eight things that as we have navigated this food allergy world that I am most thankful for. So number one, thankful for our medical doctors. We're thankful for the allergist. You know, our food allergy journey started before my daughter was one year old, when we were having some difficulties um, with eating and and keeping food down and rashes on her face. Um, And so thankful that we were able to find physicians and allergists who would do the screening and the blood work necessary to help us figure out um, that we are dealing with a food allergy. So thankful for allergists. And the second thing that I'm thankful for um, in this food allergy journey are our therapists and counselors. Um, you know, there's a very significant um, part of uh piece of mental health um, and mental health challenges when you are dealing with food allergies. And our family um, has been able to utilize therapists and counselors to to can work with us in this journey um, and continue to do that. Um, but that mental health side of food allergies unfortunately isn't talked about very frequently and and my hope is is to to bring that to the forefront. Uh, Those are great resources that our family has used and needs. So I'm very thankful for those therapists and counselors um, that work with my daughter and us. Um, Third thing we're thankful for uh, is food labels, which may seem a little strange at times, but I can't imagine navigating a world uh, with a food allergy without those food labels. Um, The Food Allergy Labeling and Consumer Protection Act was passed in 2006. And that identified the top eight food food allergy uh, ingredients that we started talking about at the beginning of the podcast. And it really mandated that ingredients that have proteins derived from one of those top eight must be listed on the label. So I am extremely thankful for food labels um, on the foods that we're purchasing. The fourth thing that I'm thankful for um, is the amount of research that's being done. Um, you know, 18 plus years ago, food allergies, there weren't, there wasn't a significant amount of research being done. So I'm excited for what's taking place um, and what will continue to grow and evolve. Um, in highlighting kind of one of those studies, there was um, in 2016-17, there was a, a LEAP study. It was called the Learning early about peanut allergies study that really provided evidence that the age at which a child first eats peanuts and the frequency of peanuts in the diet can influence whether a child develops an allergy to peanuts. So, And in 2017, the findings from those studies really led to some new guidelines on the introduction of peanuts. So, you know, that's evolved over, you know, those last 10, 12 years, just how and when we introduce foods um, and what types of foods and then what impact that can have on a food allergy. Um, So that's just one of the, the many food allergy prevention and treatment, the research that's taking place. So I'm excited to see where it goes. What's our what are what are our next steps? Um, you know, there's also several immunotherapy approaches that are being investigated. Immunotherapy um, really involves again that uh, intentional exposure of food al- of the food allergen. Kind of in small doses and then gradually increasing. So there's some some great research on the horizon with that. So I'm very thankful that we're starting to learn, you know, what causes food allergies, why there's this increase, and then also what we can do to prevent it. And once someone has a diagnosis, what can we do to help them live, um, you know, a, a full and sustaining life? So I'm thankful for the research that's taking place. Kind of the fifth thing that I'm thankful for um, is our elected officials and some legislation that has that has taken place, um, which again may seem a little odd, considering we're just finishing a, a election cycle. But, you know, in 1990, the American with Disabilities Act was passed. And then in 2008, the American with Disabilities Act was amended to actually include eating as a major life activity. And because of that, that really allows food allergies to be treated as a disability and provides additional services and opportunities for those with food allergies. So I'm thankful that our elected officials chose to passed that legislation. And then another piece of legislation that just passed actually in November was called the FASTER Act, F-A-S-T-E-R, stands for Food, Allergy, Safety, Treatment, Education and Research Act, and really looked at um, several different pieces of this legislation. Um, It actually would add SESAME to the top eight list so we'd move on to a nine, top nine list, but it adds sesame to that list. And then it, it also um, improves ways that the CDC can attract food allergies nationwide. And it directs the National Institutes of Health to really study the financial impacts of food allergies. So again, the FASTER Act passed the House um, just a few weeks ago in November. And while it's unlikely to go much further in this legislative cycle, um, it will be reintroduced in January. And I'm excited to see uh, where that can go. The sixth thing that we're thankful for as we navigate the food allergy world is the organization FAIR, F-A-R-E. Their website is foodallergy.foodallergy.org. Um, and FAIR's mission is really simple. Just they are geared at improving the life Life and health of the 32 million Americans with food allergies. And I will tell you, this is our go-to resource, foodallergy.org. There are significant numbers of research of, of resources, regardless of where you are at in your food allergy journey. Newly, newly diagnosed or transitioning to high school, college, what have you. Um, They have conferences that we've been able to attend and webinars, just a wealth of information. So I would highly encourage you to visit foodallergy.org and I am extremely thankful for FAIR. Kind of the seventh thing that I'm thankful for um, is our schools, our administrators, our teachers, our coaches, um, you know, really the opportunity to work in collaboration with our school professionals. Um, in creating potentially 504 plans, which a 504 plan is, allows you to create and collaborate with a school to, to develop a written management plan for how your child is going to handle the food allergies during the school day, um, but really just an opportunity to educate um, others about food allergies and help create a safe environment for our kids. So I am very thankful that we've been able to um, attend schools that have been so receptive and really worked in collaboration with us. And kind of the eighth thing that I'm thankful for is our family and friends that have been with us on this food allergy journey from the beginning. Um, and kind of two two people that I, you know, two people that I would would point out amongst so many, there was a a mom that had kids in my daughter's class. Um, and right at the beginning, kindergarten, uh, she really tried to understand food allergies, wasn't wasn't aware of food allergies, but really tried to figure out um, what she could provide. You know, she was kind of that head PTA mom and um, was always very cognizant of what what are we having that your daughter can eat? What, you know, what else should we provide? just learning and then being so accommodating and helping my daughter feel inclusive throughout her entire K to 12 experience. So, um, you know, you're just going to meet some amazing people on this journey, uh, food allergy journey. And then another great family friend, um, you know, who had a son who ended up being diagnosed with diabetes and, um, you know, when she was navigating that journey, and we were navigating the food allergy journey, we'd try to eat out at restaurants, and and you know we'd sit down at the table, and the chef would come out, or or whoever was cooking, and we, you know, we had to say, we have a, a kid with diabetes, we have a kid with food allergies, you know, help us uh, provide a safe meal for them. And just being able to walk that journey um, with some amazing friends um, and family has just made me so so grateful. So again I hope this week um, as we're thinking about being thankful um, and celebrating thank Thanksgiving, um, you got to think about people that you are thankful with um, on this food allergy journey. So So your action item for the week um, is to to think about that. Who who has walked on this journey, this food allergy journey with you? Say thank you to them. Um, And then start to train yourself, train your mind to think about the things that you are thankful for. When there are so many other things going on in the world, Uh, we can, can train ourselves to be thankful for those that are around us. So hopefully this conversation has helped you See some thankfulness that surrounds my life and hopefully surrounds your life as well as you navigate this food allergy world. Um, Remember, we're thinking about ourselves as a lighthouse. You've gained some knowledge today um, that you can stand brighter in your journey. You have the opportunity to be the light to others who are facing food allergies and to educate those around you about food allergies. Thank you for joining me on this episode of the Teal Expert podcast. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving. For more information, please visit my website, tealexpert.com. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving, and I'll see you next week.